Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money. And today we're talking the million dollar roadmap. Max out your 401k.
Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. So I get asked all the time, you know, what is kind of the secret recipe to, you know, getting to that million dollar mark, right? And somehow we have set that million dollar mark out to be success. So if I've got a million dollars saved in my retirement accounts or whatever it may be, then I should be super good to retire. Well, the problem is with that logic is, um, It just doesn't really work, right? Everybody has a completely unique situation and, you know, a million dollars may work for some people and it may not work for a lot of people. And the fact is that honestly, a million dollars is probably what would have worked, I don't know, maybe 20 years ago, 30 years ago, dare I say. But a million dollars today really is not going to get you very far in terms of actual, um, retirement, right? Like, so you're probably not going to have a long time that you can stay in retirement or, you know, should there be a bump in uh, the stock market and maybe the stocks go down or God forbid, you know, 2008, 2009 happens again, then you could be in a really tough spot. So, but let's talk about, let's talk about the 401k and kind of how it came into existence. So, It really came into being uh, pretty quietly as a clause in the Revenue Act of 1978 that said that employees could choose to defer some compensation until retirement as they would not be taxed until that time. Well, what happened was when the 401k came into existence, there were also robust plans that companies had, such as defined benefit plans that actually literally, as the name suggests, it defined how much money you were going to retire with and get each month. So if companies had this plan, you know, you might be able to retire after 20 or 30 years, whatever it may be, and have, you know, an, a factor of your salary guaranteed monthly each month. Well, the problem is, is that companies ended up not being able to fulfill a lot of those defined benefit plans. And they realized like, hey, this 401k idea, this is a lot better because, you put money into it and there's no guarantee of how much you're going to get out of it, right? So a company didn't have to guarantee, you know, X amount of employees, X amount of dollars. And so that really took kind of the risk off of companies. But 401ks, they were never meant to be your entire retirement vehicle. Um, you know, we we used to have robust even disability plans that go along with the defined benefit plan. So really, you were you were really covered. You know, you retired with health care. You retired with you know a disability plan. You retired with a defined benefit plan, and you were pretty set. You know, Social Security was just kind of a, an additive feature. If you had some money in a four hundred one k, that was just kind of a bonus that you had. Well, again, you know, uh, when the shift kind of happened. With 401ks, you know, participation in the 401k plan, it's optional. And, you know, while the defined benefit provided that lifetime income, the 401k provides no certainty. So that's really a problem. And what I see happening today is, you know, we have kind of, you know, it's like the gospel of 401ks. Like we have, we have kind of said that, you know, 401k is the end all be all. And between 401k and social security, you know, we're going to be able to have a good retirement. Well, you know, some people might in some certain situations, but a lot of us will not, a lot of us will kind of be left just going, well, wait a minute, 
I can't retire or I can only live on this amount of money for, you know, five years or 10 years or God forbid, what if I live until my hundreds, which a lot of us may do. But, you know, as as 401k plans really began to, to multiply when they were introduced, these defined benefit plans, these guaranteed lifetime income plans started disappearing. So in 1985, uh, there were 30,000 401k plans and 170,000 defined benefit plans. But according to the Investment Company Institute, by 2005, there were just 41,000 defined benefit plans and 417,000 401k plans. So you can see that, you know, really there was quite a shift that happened over time. And a lot of people kind of refer to this as a historical accident, right? This was not meant to happen. It just happened and companies realized like, hey, this is far more profitable for us. You know, even if we uh, match contributions up to a certain percentage or, you know, we put in 3% kind of guaranteed for everyone, that's a lot better off than us actually guaranteeing a lifetime income for all of our employees in these defined benefit plans. Because, you know, yeah, you're going to have some people that probably die early, but you have a lot of people that are actually going to live a long time. And so, you know, it was it was really monetarily taxing for a lot of companies. So uh, changes may come. They may come. But for now, the 401k plan really remains kind of the predominant American workplace retirement savings vehicle. And again, this is this is called a historical accident. And for millions of people, you know, they may face now a potentially impoverished retirement. And the fallout of that is is really grave. I mean, it has real serious impact. You can work your whole freaking entire life and then, you know, think that at 65 or 67 or 70 or whatever age it happens to be for you, you want to stop working and you want to you know, enjoy another life, or maybe you want to stop working earlier. Maybe your number is 50. I don't know. You know, I've seen every, every which way it's just the earlier that your that number is the more money you have to have saved. It, it really, it's just simple. And it comes down to the most amount of money that you can shovel into your retirement plans. Now, while you're working, the more time that has to grow and compound and to really be advantageous to you, you can weather a lot of the um, market ups and downs. But then when you go to retire, you have a lot more options, right? And and this is where, you know, I, I hate to say that money is all dollars and cents because it really isn't. And I, I try to talk to you a lot about, you know, different ways that, that money isn't just about dollars and cents. But when we're talking about, you know, stopping working, like I have this hard, fast date that I want to stop working, it unfortunately does come down to dollars and cents. You know, when, I, when I'm planning uh, retirement for someone and I'm kind of like looking out and projecting, like, are they going to have enough money? You know, they're... I don't have a crystal ball. So there's so many different asterisk, you know, marks that are kind of attached to that. I don't know what the market's going to do. I don't know how long the person's going to live. I don't know what they're going to be invested in. There's a lot of things that I don't know, and I can't control those factors. And that's what makes, you know, 401k investing really tough. And that's why, you know, I always talk about 
um, you know, building different kind of wealth buckets for yourself. So not just having all your money in a 401k, you know, really spreading it out in different buckets so that you have lots of options. And that's really where the power comes in is if you could have lots of different options. But for the for the last three years, the contribution limits for the 401k have remained almost stagnant. Uh, for 2017, they're going to be the same as 2016 at $18,000 that you can put in for your 401k and your Roth 401k if you're under 50. So these numbers, they're actually reviewed in the fourth quarter every year, and we're really hoping for an increase come 2018. You know, um, it's been a while since we've seen a big increase. It usually goes up about 500 bucks every year, and that was kind of the norm until a couple years ago. But we're really hoping that we that we see a big, a big bump, you know, and it's really based on the consumer price index, which has seen itself very small increases over the last few years, um, usually under 2%. So Congress has really left this contribution amount unchanged. And, um, you know, that that makes it really tough for you if you are an aggressive saver to be able to save enough. But, you know, what most people think about is they just think about, you know, okay, I can put 18,000 in 401k or 5,500 in my Roth or my IRA. And, you know, that's it. I close my, close my hands and, and I'm done. But what I really want you to know is that you can pay attention to something called the maximum allocation. So for 2017, that number is $54,000. What that means is between all all of your retirement plans, you can actually put up to $54,000 in tax advantage plans. And this is really where the power of getting you getting you way over that million dollar mark, especially if you're young, is going to come into play. It starts with maxing out your 401k. And, you know, the numbers are... You know, the numbers are that very few people actually come close to maxing out your 401k. Most people put somewhere between 2 to 5% in your 401k. You never bump up the contribution percentage. You just kind of leave it. And, you know, as you should, you kind of pretend like the money doesn't exist. That's what I tell a lot of people is, you know, the money's yours, right? You can't, you can't touch it. You can see it on paper, but almost pretend like it doesn't exist. And then every year, you know, check in, reallocate kind of where your money's invested. You know, there are some healthy things that you need to do for your, for your investments, but don't think about touching it. Don't think about pulling out the money unless you absolutely, 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 absolutely have to. But really your goal is to stretch to get to that maximum contribution amount. Now, a lot of people ask the question, well, what if my company does not match? Well, yeah, that is, that is, you know, that sucks, right? It does suck because if let's say your company does match, you can contribute up to 18,000 and then the match that your company is doing is on top of that, right? So you could get up to a really nice contribution percentage every year and, you know, that can really, again, help boost you. So whatever your company's contributing to your 401k, that does not count against this 18,000 limit or, you know, 54,000 for all of your retirement plans. So I'm, I'm, I'm a real proponent of putting as much as you can in the 401k. 
And then if you want to supplement, opening a Roth, opening an IRA on the side, because the contribution limits are much smaller, right? So you can only put up to 5,500 in your Roth or in your IRA. However, you can put 18,000 in your 401k plus 5,500 to your IRA and your Roth. Now that would boost your contribution up to 25,500 bucks this year. That's that's really healthy. I mean, you're getting up into a really nice percentage for most of these most of your incomes to uh, contribute to your retirement plans. Um, and really, the more you can contribute, the earlier that you can contribute, the better off you're going to be. So this is where, again, knowing your numbers and budgeting and all of these things become super important because if, if you can find ways to cut costs and things that you're that you're maybe, maybe needlessly spending on or, again, maybe you don't know you're spending that much and maybe you could put a few boundaries around you know some of your spending, drive all that excess money into your retirement plans, right? Because the payoff is going to be big on the other side. And that's really where you're going to want the money, right? You're going to want the money when you want to, you know, retire down to Costa Rica and buy, you know, a nice, a nice place on the beach and surf for the rest of your life or whatever it may be for you, right? Mine's kind of more of a Parisian dream and eating (laughs) croissants and cheese and bread and wine all day long. But whatever it is for you, the more you can save, the closer you're going to get to that goal. So I really want you to think about this $54,000 maximum contribution. Another thing, you know, uh, if you have a side hustle or a side business where you make some money, you can also set up a SEP IRA or a simple IRA, and you can contribute money to that plan for your side business, as well as your 401k, as well as your IRA or your Roth, right? And you can start to see how you could actually get really close to this number. Now, of course, you've got to have the income to be able to do this. Again, I'm going to go back and back and back to knowing your numbers and and, and being a budget master and being a pro at your budget is going to really help you achieve this, right? And maybe you don't hit that 54,000. Maybe you don't hit that 18,000 in your 401k. But I want you to push yourself this year. I want you to, you know, up your percentage, even if it's only 1% in your 401k. It doesn't seem like much, but it's going to make a big effect down the line. Another good strategy is every time you get a raise at work, up your percentage in your 401k, one or two percentage points without even thinking, right? You're still going to have extra money, right? So you're still going to feel that that bonus or that raise that you have, but you're also going to see it over here in this 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 kind of side snowball that we want. It's going to start getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And that really is that's the million dollar secret. Um, it is really committing to saving as much as you can, because again, there aren't these workplace programs around in a lot of companies that are going to help you get there. Some companies still offer defined benefit plans, and those companies are amazing if you have that option. But if not, you know, this is in your own hands. This is really, this is up to you. And this is up to you to really think about those different, you know, money buckets and what's going to be in those different money buckets and how are those going to make, you know, the, the well-rounded um, kind of overall overall plan for you for retirement. I mean, I, I think about it like, you know, 
uh, a, a cheese pizza, right? So some of us like cheese pizza, you know, it's, it's dough and it's bread and it's sauce and it's cheese and it works great. It's cheese pizza, right? And, and that's maybe thinking about, you know, only investing in your retirement plan. But then when you start adding some of the condiments on top, some of the toppings, right, then your pizza gets a little bit more interesting. And, um, you know, maybe you like your bite a little bit more. So you kind of get the reference I'm going at here. All I want for you is for you to have options. I want you to have choices. I want you to be able to say, I want to do this with my life and I want to do this at this age. And here are all the smart moves that I made so I can be able to do that. So NerdWallet has this amazing retirement calculator. I'm going to link it in the show notes, but I just ran a little, um, a little scenario just for, you know, uh, laughs and giggles, we'll say. So I said, okay, what if I was 30 years old and I wanted to retire at 67? Again, at 30, you have no idea when you retire. You're just picking a number. It's just picking a number. It doesn't matter what the number is. And let's say my pre-tax income is $75,000 a year. And I have $10,000 already saved in my retirement plan. So if I put 20% of my paycheck, which equals to about $1,300 a month now, the 20% savings a month, this is your contribution plus whatever your employer is contributing as well, right? So maybe you only contribute 10 or 15% and your employer's got another 5 or 6% in there. That really helps, you know, boost your savings. And let's say I want to spend about the same in retirement that I'm spending now. Um, And again, this is super impossible for you to know a lot of these answers. Don't ever put that you're going to spend less in retirement than you're spending now. It's just not going to happen. Healthcare is going to be so super expensive. Everything is just going to be expensive. So I rarely see someone spend less in retirement than they spend now. A lot of times they actually end up spending more, especially those first few years because you want to travel and you want to do things, you want to see things. So in that situation, you would actually be on track to replace your income. So your your previous income while you're working is somewhere around um, somewhere around $49.50 a month pre-tax. And with this particular scenario, your pre-tax income would be about $5,400 in retirement. This is assuming 6% um, return on your investment, which, again, is anybody's guess. I mean, anybody's guess. But if you're working off a 10 or 12% return for your predicted retirement, I'm going to tell you to bump that number down. I hate to be a pessimist on this, but there's just, it's so shaky out there. And I only anticipate it's going to get shakier and shakier. So, I, I I like to say, you know, five to 6%, maybe you might get seven or eight if you're super lucky over time. I just don't know, right? Again, I like to be super conservative. And this is assuming 2% inflation. And again, um, there's lots of arguments thinking that inflation is going to be a lot higher than it actually has been in the past. We don't know, right? So there's so many factors we don't know. But what I love about NerdWallet's retirement calculator is you can play with all of these different numbers and it's really super simple to understand. You just plug in a few things and then you can play with these levers and you can kind of get a sense for maybe how much you should be saving. And then I want you to go into your budget. I want to go want you to go into your numbers and I want you to see like, are there places where I can maybe derive out more savings? that I can funnel into these different retirement accounts. 
Now, there's some companies offer lots of different savings vehicles, and I'm not going to talk about all of those on the podcast because a lot of those are specific to different companies. But if your company offers some sort of special plan, you know, it might be a good idea to look into that. Again, it's all about these multiple buckets. But a good way, a good roadmap to a million dollars is to find a way to commit to contributing the max that you can, the max to your 401k. If you can open up an IRA or a Roth IRA, if you meet the guidelines and you can contribute the max to that, this is definitely the time where you want to stretch. You want to stretch to get to the max. And I know it's tough. Um, My very, very, very first uh, business that I ran out of college I stretched every single month to be able to contribute the max to my 401k. I just knew that that was a really, really, really smart decision to make, right? And so by the time I was uh, 30, I had amassed quite a lot of money in my 401k. And I was actually shocked because I I didn't do a whole lot of tinkering with it. I didn't do a whole lot of Uh, moving it in and out of different funds. I really was passive with a lot of my investing. And it's just, it's just the power of time. And it's the power of dumping in as much money as you can. All right. So again, I'm going to put a link to that nerd wallet calendar or calculator, I should say, um, into the show notes. So make sure that you check that out and stretch yourself this year. Stretch yourself to increase that contribution. Think about the maximum allocation, that $54,000. Kind of set that as a target. You know, how close can I actually get to that dollar amount? Um, and, and, And just commit to a goal, dive into your numbers, find a way to cut some, some, some of your spending out and dive it into this and create yourself your million dollar roadmap. As always, you can follow me on Snapchat at Shauna Game, Twitter at Shauna Game as well, and Instagram at millennial underscore money.